Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Thiessen. With me today are Janine B. and Bridget D. This is your Daily Dose of Happy. We are so happy you decided to join us today. But we're especially happy because we've got Selena Dorsey joining us today. And this amazing woman. We were just getting to know her in the pre-show. Janine and and, uh, Bridge were both kind of grilling her. And uh, I I already knew a little bit of the story, but the the two of them were just like, oh, wow, this is going to be great. And they're absolutely right. This is going to be great. So first of all, Selena, thank you for joining us on the show. How are you doing there? Oh, wonderful. So happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, we're glad to have you. And and you... You would, I'm, I'm going to leave you up on screen as the main uh, uh, attraction today for a bit. So um, you were talking a little bit before we came on the show about what's been going on, not only with your business situation and with um, the, the online conferences you've been doing, but you were also telling us a story about Abraham Hicks and about how you were in the hot seat. So let's start there because that's a fun thing yeah. to start with. Talk yeah. about what that was like to be in the hot seat. Yes. I mean, I discovered... Um, Esther Hicks, because, you know, a close relative of mine had transitioned uh, my brother to the other side. And I think if you are an aware, evolved person, uh, when a loved one transitions, you want to know more about the spirit. You, you naturally want to seek it out and kind of you're curious or wonder about the transition process and, you know, the spiritual side. So I came across um Esther Hicks. So, you know, asking it is given the law of attraction. I was consuming the content and I'm from New York. So they were coming to Westchester. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? I think I'm going to go and just see if I can get some sort of uh, communication like with my brother or, you know, if he has a message for me, like I was completely green, like thinking like maybe this can happen. And I remember I went to Westchester and which is funny because usually like if you're in New York City, you just stay in New York City. You barely, you rarely venture, venture out into other parts of New York because you just stay in New York City. So I was like, I'm just going to get there. I went to Grand Central. I took the train. And then I remember being there and it, it just felt so positive. It just felt enlightening. Like you could feel the vibration in the room of everybody wanting to soak up this information. So, and I I saw people going up to the hot seat and I was like, you know what? I swear, like in my mind, I was like, I'm just going to raise my hand and I'm going to get in the hot seat and ask questions about my brother. Like there was no doubt. There was no resistance. That's why I went there in the first place. That was my intention. And I just literally, I was like in the, in the back left-hand corner and I literally lifted my hand and then Esther Hicks says, you. And you had no, no, there were other people around me that had their hands up. So I wasn't sure. Sure. Oh yeah. And I, I didn't want to step on anybody's toes. I'm like, <laughs> and, and it's so, and I'll tell you about that experience, but, um, I was so sure, and this is how, you know, law of attraction manifestation come into play. I was so sure that I was going to be picked. Like it was, it was just a Mm -hmm. feeling. It was just a knowing. It was like a, I just knew it. So when she called me, I was like, well, of course, my energy was so pure to receive it. So I remember going in the hot seat. And the first thing, of course, I asked about my brother and, you know, Esther Hicks. 
you know, Abraham was like, your brother's always aware of you, always with you, sending you messages through music because you both have like a love of great music. And I just remember it being such a healing experience for me because um, you know, sometimes when a loved one pass on, you start to think, oh, could I have done something different? Should I have done this? Or was it my fault? Or could have I prevented it or somehow, you know, it's so many different stages of grief. So just being there and listening um, to Abraham and just getting confirmation that there was nothing I did wrong or anything. And actually my brother's always communicating with me and always here with me and always aware. It was, it was a healing, healing, um, experience. So I loved it and I was hooked, hooked even more <laughs> ever since about this non-physical world and our loved ones are, you know, in this space and we can always communicate with them. And of course the key takeaway in that in what you said there was you were certain. You were one hundred percent certain and of course it happened. And yeah. Selena, can I can I ask you you had if I if I heard you right, you had minimal I, a, a minimal idea of who Esther Hicks was. I mean, like you hadn't been studying her for years or years. Is that right? I mean, it was just like yeah, no. The sort of only on. book that I there were two books before I got to Esther Hicks. There was Michael Lozier, um, his Law of Attraction book. So that was like in about 2006. So my brother was still alive at that point. So I remember reading, that was my first entryway, and I was like, huh, what is all this law? This is before, you know, I watched The Secret or anything like that. So I was like, huh, what is this law of attraction? How come I, you know, haven't heard of it? And then I read Joe Vitale's book, and both of these guys were at my summit as well, my law of attraction summit. Um, you know, I consider them friends. So then I read his attractive fact, and I was like, hmm, hmm. But it's like this when I wanted to learn more about the spiritual side, the non-physical and our loved ones and, and what happens when they're transitioned. That's when I discovered um, Esther Hicks. So it wasn't until my brother passed away that I believe I started seeking and things, you know, they just kind of showed up or popped up in my radar. And that's why I, where I started uh, learning more about it. Cool. Very good. Did you want to jump in with some bridge there? I just love it. You just I, love it? I okay. love how certain she was with it. I love how they just called. I I love it all and how and what they said. You know, it does feel good when you get an extra confirmation, even though you know it's mm-hmm. when you hear it. Yeah, it it's different. It's a uh, I love that. So then we also have this thing that you just referenced there, your summits, and the way you say it almost sounds like it's you know very nonchalant. It, it's a big deal what you've put together there, and the way you put it together, you kind of gave us a hint about it during the pre-show. The way you put it together was almost a surprise. So you got to tell us that story. How did this all come together, and what happened? Well, it's interesting. I'll talk about my uh, physical conferences and then my um Transition. I'm using mm-hmm. the word transition a lot into online. <laughs> well, that's life. Life is one transition to the next. Exactly. I mean, that's the way it works. Really true. I feel that way. Life is just one, you know, continuous transition. Um, so I was doing, uh, most people know me as a hypnotherapist, life coach, I'm certified in NLP. So I started in hypnotherapy back in 2007, 2008. I had my practice in New York City. We had practitioners uh, working for us at the time. And then 2018, I decided to transition, again, transition, into, <laughs> into uh, doing in-person events for the hypnotherapy industry, the NLP industry. So we started out in New York. 
who I'm from. It was called Hypnobiz New York. Um, we had Hypnobiz Canada. We branched out into Canada, Australia, Hypnobiz Australia. And then we were scheduled to do um, Hypnobiz Europe, which was going to be in Amsterdam. So crazy enough, crazy whatever. I was actually in Australia. Uh, our conference was from March 13th until like the 17th. So I flew all the way to Australia. It was my very first time being there. And we were going to open up this huge conference and it was going to be hundreds of people. And then like the night before, I get an urgent message from my travel agent about the coronavirus. And I need to leave because the United States were closing borders. And I was like, what? I just flew 24 hours to be here. Wow. I was like, you have got to be kidding me because I plan to stay in Australia for a few weeks. And anybody that's ever been to Australia or New Zealand, it is far. If you are living in America, if you are living in New York. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So true. I was like, this is a joke. Like, so <laughs> I had to, uh, anyway, had to, you know, scrap that. My partner at the time continued on, but I had to venture back and I just got together with my team and I was like, what the heck are we going to do? I don't know what this coronavirus is, but it doesn't seem like it's going away anytime soon. Mm-hmm. So we need to come up with the solution. You know, at the time we weren't get, giving proper information from our government back then in 2020. You know, they were saying, oh, it's like the flu. It's going to be gone in, in a, a few weeks. And it's like, uh, no, it's not. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. So we weren't giving like proper information. And I said, I, I just had this intuition. I was like, this just seems like it's going to be around for a while. This is airborne. So I said, why don't we start doing virtual events? And that was my entryway into virtual events. And I haven't looked back since. And I love virtual events because you can reach so much more people and spread your message to way more people than you can do with in-person events. And talk about the last event that you had, because the last event was stellar in terms of the numbers. Yeah, so we had our Law of Attraction event. Now, I know I said I started out with, you know, hypnotherapy as a profession, (laughs) but before I did that, as I mentioned, I read the book by Michael Lozier, I read the book by Joe Vitale, and then that led to, you know, Esther Hicks. So my first love, I would say, was law of attraction. You know, I I just fell in love with all things law of attraction. I just happened to make hypnotherapy my profession at the time. So I said, why don't I get back to my roots? Why don't I put together uh, my friends, people that I admire and respect and do just, you know, this huge law of attraction world summit that we called it. And it was just like incredible people, again, that I love, that I admire, that I respect, that I started with. Um, law of attraction with reading their books, buying their courses, whom I now consider friends. So, um, you know, incredible. The <laughs> seeker like Joe Vitale. It's incredible, Selena. I just have to tell you, you're just like blowing me away. <laughs> it's just like to, to, to listen to this ride, this, this magical carpet ride you've been on. It's just, it's awesome. Oh, thank you. Law of attraction. So I said, why don't I reach out to, you know, my heroes and put together this huge law of attraction world summit. So Joe Vitale was my keynote speaker who was in the secret was my, you know, one of my first books, uh, Marie Diamond, who is just an amazing sweetheart. I just love this woman so 
much. And I want to tell you a story about Marie Diamond. I mean, this woman is amazing. As you all know, she was in The Secret as well. She was the feng shui expert in The Secret. Bob Doyle, who's actually a great friend of mine. We, you know, we met up in Vegas before. He's been a keynote speaker at a few of my events. Um, Natalie Ledwell, who invented the uh, Mind movie. She's from Australia. I mean, just a sweetheart. So we had some amazing people. Dan Mangana, who you know, was there mm -hmm. as well. So we just had some true, true experts and believers in uh, Law of Attraction. They all showed up and it was a huge, huge, successful event that we're going to repeat. And of course, I'm going to invite you all. <laughs> and we're going to be there. Hooray. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to switch over here so we can see everybody. For the few people who actually watch the video, 99% of our people are listeners. So that's why I explain that way, Selena. But what an exciting story that you have been living. I mean, this isn't even a story that is over. This is one that you're in the middle of. I know. Yeah. Oh, isn't that cool? Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, that's why I think it's so important to be open in life. You know, you just never know what life is going to prevent you, present to you, the universe, source, whatever you want to call it. It's like you think a door is closing, but a, a newer one or better one, um, a more lucrative one is opening up. And if you have that openness in your being, if you have that openness in your heart and in your mind, these wonderful opportunities will present themselves for you. So it's almost like if you're closed minded or if you're rigid, like it has to be this way. Why isn't it working? It's like you're blocking the blessings that the universe is bringing to you. Right. That's right. Yeah, it's almost it's almost like there's this big pile of stuff over mm -hmm. here that's waiting to get through, and there's a little door over here. And you say, I just got to deal with that door. The door is the thing that's the problem right yeah. there. And it's like, well, wait a minute, it's over here. <laughs> I know so many people like that in 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 my life, and it's it's so painful to watch their their how they live because it's they get one way of how to do something. Right. And somebody really close to me is is like this. I won't mention names, but it's so painful to watch them because it's got to be this way. And instead of just sitting back and just sort of letting the, the universe sort of, I don't want to say completely take over, but in a way it is, isn't it? Just mm -hmm. sort of trusting that it's going to happen. And, oh, thank you. And so I'm, I'm sympathetic because, I mean, I've been there. I think we all have been there at one point mm -hmm. or another. I've spent a lot of time there, a lot more time than I wish I had. But uh, you learn a lot when you're in that that really difficult place. So I, that's the way I look at it. Anybody who is going through that kind of myopic experience is learning a ton. It's just a question of when they're going to all, you know, tie it all together and say, Oh my goodness, I could have gone the other direction. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. But Selena didn't wait. Selena just kind of said, okay, <laughs> we're going to open up the doors wide open and <laughs> see what happened. And, and look what happened. I mean, you, you could not have predicted that this was going to play out the way it did. No, especially how I started. I mean, I could <laughs> imagine 2006. Think about it. I mean, that was like a long time ago. That was mm. like 15 years ago that my life would, you know, come full circle again with people that I learned law of attraction from. I never heard of this before. Maybe you all did, but it just was not in my consciousness. No one in my circle was talking about this. This was completely new. I was even trying to process. I'm like, Law of attraction. What this was only 15 years ago. So to now call the people that again I admire, I respect as friends, and they're keynoting my event. You're like me, my event. Are you kidding me? Like I love you. And just how 
co-created this magical experience. I do want to tell you a story about Marie Diamond because I love this story. Is it okay if I share? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I love Marie Diamond just from the movie, from The Secret. So yeah, go go for it. I love it. She is amazing. She is amazing. What a lot of people don't know is that she was. Um, she was mentoring a lot of people in the secret. A lot of people in the secret were her clients. Oh my, wow. Yeah, like Jack Canfield. All these people were her clients. Like she was the feng shui expert, right? Okay. And how to bring in the, the great energy and how to position your pictures, your furniture and everything like that. Most all the people in the secret were her client. And most people don't know that. And she even says it. She goes, I'm the secret behind the secret. Like, all these people <laughs> hired me, you know? And she told the story of how she manifested Steven Spielberg as a, as a client. It was such a beautiful story that I, I just have to share with you. And she was saying, you know, she, she's from Europe. And she moved to California and, you know, word just got around how amazing she was. And, you know, she told me a story how she met Rhonda Byrne and all this. Um, but this other story, I just have to tell you. So she said, you know, she started manifesting clients. She's like, I want to have clients with Oscars. And then she's like, you know, it was like she started manifesting all these Oscar winning clients to her. And then she said, you know what? This is great, but I want clients with at least two Oscars. And she's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like what's not enough? Most okay, people that's are a like, you know, thing, you know? I, would, I would be okay with someone with just a car. You want an Oscar. It's like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> she's like, I want a client with two Oscars. So she tells the story how she went and, you know, went to, you know, one of those stores in Hollywood Boulevard, got the multiple Oscars and positioned it in a feng shui way to bring that energy in. And then she said, you know, she was home. She got the phone call and it was like, we have someone that would like you to feng shui their home, meet them at such and such. And she's like, well, who is it? I, I need to know. I need to know more details. I just, but it was, you know, a, a for another client that told her you have to come. So she said as she was driving up, she just knew it was uh, Steven Spielberg and, you know, she contacted her husband and everything. So she said she's going up the driveway and she, she goes into the house and it was, um, Steven Spielberg's wife. Oh, wow. And then Steven Spielberg, of course, and she's looking at the house. And then she said to them, I'm curious, when did you think to hire me? And she said it was like the exact time, the exact date, like a week before um, or so when she decided to have a client with two Oscars. So like all the energy was aligning, like meaning she put it out there. She thought of it. She decided it. She went to get the fake Oscars. She put them in a certain place in her house, which was like, you know, for that energy to flow. And they, uh, they received the message, like the person that's going to help you to accomplish this, which was, you know, Steven Spielberg and his wife. They also received that energy to reach out to her and I mean it was it was so beautiful and magical like I just love that story yeah, what a beautiful sharing. story yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. that Super is so cool, cool. it's uh, the, so amazing the other thing I love about Marie Diamond is the story that that uh, she contributes to in the secret because she talks about the guy who was um, something in the movies I can't remember exactly what his role was but uh, he wanted to meet people but he was mm -hmm. a painter who kept painting all these paintings of women who were just turning away from him and she mm -hmm. suggested well change that around paint it the way you want it to be and of course it turns into what he wants to be and, and I just love that approach painting what you want mm -hmm. I mean that's better than a vision board because you're just throwing so much energy into that painting so when you said you want to tell him 
Marie Diamond story. I said, yeah, okay, sounds good. <laughs> yeah, like feng shui is real. Feng shui is real that I tell people it's so important how your home is designed and, and decorated and structured and how you have your furniture and, and your, you know, whatever it is you're looking to bring in. Feng shui your home. You know, you're, you wake up in your home every day. You spend most of, you know, your life there, like have it where it's energetically um, in balance and in line with what you want to invite into your life and into your home. So you're having all this really exciting success. And well, well, actually, let, before I even go there, let's talk about what's coming up next, because you're working on the next event. Talk about the next event first. Yes, yeah, so we're going to have the next Law of Attraction World Summit. So the, the previous one, the very first one that we did was in February. So we were going to do it. We we're going to wait to February. And I was like, you know what? No, the energy is calling. We're not going to wait. So it's going to be in October. I'm going to invite you all. October. To Sweet. Whoa. So we're working. Neil has already signed up. I know my good friend Dan is going to, you know, come back oh, yeah. again. And um, so we're going to do the next iteration of it. My team, we're behind the scenes getting all the speakers information. So we'll release that in about a week or so. Beautiful. Yay, that's wow. Awesome. That's a lot sooner than I thought. I thought you were going to say like November or December, October. Yeah. Oh, well, no, that's right around the corner. The people want it. The people want it. So many people have reached out to me, honestly. They were like, when are you doing another one? They, they were so blown away from the previous one. I mean, the speakers, the, the content, they were so giving and all the free gifts that we had and just the engagement it was so wonderful. So I said, I'm not waiting until February. I'm going to give the people what they're asking for. And we're just going to have a plethora of experts sharing their best law of attraction and manifesting uh, techniques. Boy, that's, that's just absolutely beautiful. Cool. Yeah. Okay. So that's the great setup there. So now we have the setup. <laughs> Let's go into what it's like in the midst of the magic carpet ride, because that's what you're really on right now. You, you're, yeah. you're like riding the wave. This is like living what the secret talks about, right? Mm-hmm. Living, I have to, living I have the to life. watch this movie. I haven't seen this movie. You've never like seen the years. secret. No, no, I've seen it, <laughs> oh, but yeah, I haven't seen it, like, okay. like I haven't seen it in years. Okay. And then I'm hearing it like all the time now again. So I got it. It's get, interesting you should I say that because, it. um, we had, we actually had, um, uh, Bob, Bob Doyle on here Love a week and a half ago. And I hadn't seen the movie in years either. So I actually watched it again. So I'm watching it with eyes that are like, you know, what was that? 12, 13, 14 years later. <laughs> and it's a very different experience from the first time mm-hmm. seeing it again. I mean, one of the interesting things about this is a diversion here, but I'll, I'll just uh, go here quickly. One of the interesting things about the first time that you watch The Secret and the, and a lot of the criticisms you get about The Secret is, well, they left certain things out and you know, they, they emphasize this, but they didn't emphasize that. Well, I go back and watch it and they actually covered all of it, not in great detail because it's only mm-hmm. an hour and a half long. You can only do so much in an hour and a half, but they actually covered all of it. Mm-hmm. It's just that a lot of it they had to kind of slip in for five seconds here, but they covered it, you know, and. I, I mean, it's just interesting to see what you actually see the next time around, especially if, been, if you've been studying the subject like we have for all these years. It just looks, it feels, it, it's a different experience. And, and I mention that because when you're on a journey, everything shifts for you. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not a, a single shift. It's an ongoing shift. 
So all of us who saw The Secret many years ago, we've been on a journey since then. You've been on a journey over the last, was it a year and a half, two years, something like that. And your journey has had a whole series of shifts that have happened along the way while you're riding this amazing magic carpet. So I want you to just talk about that for a moment. What's it like living with this constant series of really exciting changes? How does that affect your being? How does it affect your relationships? How does it affect everything? Just talk about that. Yeah, I think it's important to uh, be open, be open and to be flexible as mm-hmm. well. Um, as I mentioned, when I had to leave Australia with the coronavirus, <laughs> yeah, right. you, know, you, you have to say, OK, all right, what's next stop on the list? You know, if, if you're really rigid, if you're stuck to one way of doing things, I, I truly believe that you miss out. So I think being open being flexible, uh, being curious about, huh, I wonder how that could work. Or, or you know, will this speaker say, yeah, you, being just really curious about um, yourself, your interests, other people as well. And because you mentioned the secret, taking action. A lot of people say, oh, the secret didn't talk about taking action. I remember hearing about <laughs> it did. Yeah. In the secret. I'm like, what yeah. part did you miss? That's right. Because they did mention act taking action. Like, okay. <laughs> so it's important that of course the universe, if you're open, if, if you're flexible, if you're curious, it's going to show you opportunities and present opportunities. It's also important to take action on those opportunities. So when that door closed for in-person events, my team, we got together for online events and we took action. We didn't just sit there and say, hmm, let's let it all unfold. It's just going to happen. It's like, no, we, you know, we hired people to do online events, like all the technical parts that goes along with online events, marketing, email expert, like, you know, Facebook ads, like everything that that goes into creating a successful event. So you do have to take action. And and lastly, I would say enjoy it. Like this transition for me has been enjoy, and you know it's been joyful. Like I've been enjoying it. I'm not dreading it. Like oh, now I'm gonna learn how to do this. It's like. Wow, I get to co-create with this person and I get to learn some some new technology and some new terminology. This is this is great. This is fun. And I think that energy allows everything to unfold perfectly. And certainly when you're in the midst of something like this, boy, is that like the easiest thing to do because you're just kind of going with the flow. That's such a great flow. Um, mm-hmm. Now, of course, the challenge that many, many people have is they aren't currently in that kind of wonderful flow. So for somebody who's not in that flow, what can you tell them to help them get onto their own magic carpet? I'm so happy that you said that. <laughs> and I learned this from Esther Hicks. Get happy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's true. Do anything. Any which, I remember listening to this audio when I heard this for the first time from them. They were like, get happy by any which way you can. If you have to run away from home, if you have to go to the beach every day, if you have to watch comedy all day, whatever it is, get happy. Because when you are in that vibration, of happiness, that joy, that passion, that's when you're able to see clearly the blessings, the abundance, which person to 
partner with or collaborate with, which opportunity or idea you start to get that, you know, that inspiration and you do that inspired action. But that doesn't happen if you're in that lower vibration of disappointment or anger or sadness or frustration. So you have to get high on the vibrational scale in order for those blessings to uh, materialize for you. Well, that's really true. Absolutely. Yes, it's so LOA. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, as we were talking about this too, I realized that this is something I haven't mentioned here on the program, which is kind of odd, Selena, because I've done over 1500 episodes. You'd think I would have mentioned this by now, but I haven't actually done that. Um, I, I have, uh, there, there are two copies of the movie, The Secret that you can, that you can get. One is the one that's readily available everywhere. It's called the extended version. The other is the original version that has Esther Hicks in it. Mm-hmm. And it's a harder one to find. You have to really, really hunt to find it. I urge people to find a copy because I honestly believe that version is the better version. Mm-hmm. There is something about the way that one flows. Not that the second, the extended version is a good version. I don't mean to, 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 you know, in any way shade it or anything like that. It is a beautiful movie the way the extended version was done, but the original version has some magic in it that the extended version just couldn't pick up. And it was because of the Esther Hicks contributions to the film and how they were you know, interwoven with the rest of the stuff that was in there. So I, ju- I just wanted to put that out there. It's not going to be easy to find. Mm-hmm. Almost everybody that you find selling it is going to be selling the extended version. You'll have to really, really hunt to find it. Mm-hmm. But if you use the law of attraction, you will find it. That's how I found it. So yes, you can actually do it. Um, but I thoroughly recommend that. I'll so, have to look into that. I'll have to yeah, find oh, that version. It's it's really something, how, how big of a difference it makes. It really is amazing. So... Anyway, huh. getting back, getting back to uh, what Don't you were doing. Don't have to do an online show, like, <laughs> a of it, a streaming or something. <laughs> oh, Jeffrey, I, I got to throw this up from Jeffrey because I, I know he wants to bring this up. Walter, are you still trying to manifest your own LOA Today Live Summit? I, I don't think I have to. <laughs> <laughs> Every day is LOA Today Summit. <laughs> First of all, that's true. You know, second of all, we're going to be going to Selena. So, hey, boom, hey, there it know. is. You know. <laughs> Party <laughs> And like a month, I do have to pause and say congratulations over 1500 shows. That is amazing. Well, you do it for nine years and they kind of add up after a while, you know? Oh my God, that is huge. (laughs) Huge. Over nine years. How often do you um, put out your show? Five days a week, Monday through Friday. Five days a week. Yeah. For nine years? Uh, Well, for. The, the five days a week has been for about five or six years, something like that. There was a brief period where I was doing it twice a day for five days a week. And then before that, it was a lot more sporadic, mostly uh, once a week for about a three or four year period there. But, wow. Yeah. Talk about yeah. commitment to LOA and making the world a better <laughs> place, right? I mean, this is this. Wow. Well, well, listeners know this story, but the fact is the reason I got into it in the first place was because I saw the secret. I tried to apply it. I wasn't really successful in applying it. I had plenty of blocks and resistance points and so forth, but I didn't know that. I didn't understand that part of the problem. And so I figured, well, if I start a podcast, then I could invite all these coaches and, and experts and mentors and, you know, all, all kinds of people on to teach me how all this stuff works. And that's been my approach pretty much from the beginning. And it's wow. been a wonderful way to learn. I mean, I have learned so Put it this way. One of my co-hosts uh, on Wednesday, her name is Cindy Chavez, wonderful life coach in her own right. Mm-hmm. By the way, you should have her on your um, summit. Um, Cindy once called me the best coached man in America because I have so many co-hosts 
who mm-hmm. teach me so much stuff. And you know what? She's right. I really am. It's the most yeah. wonderful way to learn. So I consider myself to be the ultimate LOA student. I, I actually don't think of myself as a teacher. I know mm-hmm. many of my listeners think of me that way, but I really don't think of myself that way. I'm a student who's learning from all these great minds. And when I get somebody like you on the program, that just kind of adds to this huge pile of all this really mm-hmm. cool information that I'm picking <laughs> yeah. up from so many cool people. <laughs> so yeah, that, that, that's my secret. That's my law of attraction, law of attraction secret. Just bring on, talk about your, your, um, what do they call it? The Napoleon Hill concept, the, um, uh, the mastermind. Yeah. The mastermind. That, the talk, that's the ultimate mastermind. Doing that's a podcast is, mm-hmm. is you just mastermind with so many people when you do that. So. It's yeah. true. And I, I feel the exact same way with you. Like I'm a student. I like to learn from people. Mm-hmm. I like to share my experiences as well. And when you're surrounded, that's one thing I will say about the uh, Law of Attraction World Summit we did. It's like when you're in that vibration, that passive mind vibration, and you're with people that get it and they want to share it and they're living fantastic lives. Like Joe Vitale, you know, he everybody has their ups and downs. But when you know law of attraction, when you live law of attraction, when you breathe, you know that your, you know, your lows, they don't last long. Like you know how to get yourself out of it. And you don't have to be a Joe Vitale to do that. You, anybody can, can achieve that. Anybody can reach the point where the lows last very, very short periods of time. Mm -hmm. And you bounce right back up like a cork in the water. I mean, (laughs) it doesn't take very long. And it's important for your health. So it's like being surrounded with these people, you know, interviewing them, having them now as my friends. And it's something about that mass, that vibration where you're like, oh, my God, like everyone around you, like, get it. And you just feel so safe and so comfortable. And you hear about what everybody's doing to advance. LOA, whether it's their courses or their podcasts or their books, you know the intention is pure to empower people. And once more people know through LOA, through manifestation, that they have the power to create their lives, that they have the power to change their lives. I mean, what's better than that, than than empowering humanity? I mean, I just love it. Absolutely. I agree with you. Yeah. And it's exciting. It's fun. It's not like it's a whole lot of work. I mean, there is some work involved, but it's just it's just a labor of love after. Yes. Yes. Okay. so 1500 episodes. How many guests would you imagine you've had or interviewed on your show? This is like the magic question because 1500 episodes. I'm in awe of this. Well, honestly, I, I, if you count up the number of guests that I've had on, it's probably around 100, 150, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, what has made it work for me is co-hosts. So, for yeah. instance, I have Bridget and Janine here on Tuesday, um, <laughs> but I have I have a different set every day. So mm-hmm. I have just right now I have ten different co-hosts, and the, they change over time because people you know have things going on in their lives, so you know interests change and so on and so forth. I, I guesstimate that I've probably had forty or fifty co-hosts over the years, and those wow. are the ones I've done most of the shows with. Mm-hmm. But when they're life coaches and you know people who are channeling and people who are uh, teaching you energy work and teaching you psychic behaviors and teaching you about uh, you know fill in the blank. Yeah, you're just going to pick up all kinds of cool information. Doesn't matter how famous they are. They, these are just people who really know how to hit the ground running and, and teach you how to do stuff. And yeah, you just pick it up over time. Yeah, That's well, really I fun. love it. Well, you're yeah. doing a great thing for the world. So continue, well, thank you. continue, continue. 
I appreciate it. Well, you definitely doing... helped me. <laughs> That's for sure. Actually, I should, I should mention, by the way, Janine and Bridge are longtime listeners who became co-hosts, which I think yep. is really Oh, yeah. you see how that works? Yeah. yeah I told true. my husband forever. I was like, I'm going to be on that show one day, even if it's one time to thank them. And as soon as <laughs> it, that happened, yeah. I was like. <laughs> yeah. and, and I, and I used to think the same thing. Like I want to be on that show one day. I, I just, and they just put it in my mind and, and, uh, and put it out. So, um, but I have a question for you, Selena. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you, you were acting or excuse me, you were a hy- uh, um, hypnotist, right? Hypnotherapy. Or a hypnotherapy therapist, right? Correct. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And, and, but now, now you don't do that at all. Yeah, I don't see clients anymore. So okay. I, I shifted from uh, my practicing one-on-one clients. I mean, I'm still a therapist. I just okay. don't see clients anymore to doing the uh, conferences that serve um, hypnotherapists to now doing um, online events that uh, have varied interests, but mostly like personal development. So I do women's okay. events. I do, um, you know, the healthy, you know, online summits as well. So it's all personal development, law of attraction. I just, yeah, I just wanted to know how that looked like. Um, and, uh, and had you ever done any uh, online group uh, hypnotherapy? I mean, no, not at all. That, it's, it's only because of the, uh, of the pandemic and I didn't I didn't even think I didn't even consider it because at the time going to a conference I would travel I would maybe do like five conferences a year um personal development conferences myself because I like to be in that energy with people and you know music right. and enthusiasm and learning yeah. so that was my thing too I purchased I always even now I purchase so many virtual summits and virtual events because I'm just an avid learner I love learning new things mm-hmm. um so it didn't even occur to me. It was only by like necessity because the world changed and right. I realized right. like, wow, this is a better medium because I never, we never reached this many people, that many people before. But, but have you ever, I mean, ha- actually did a, hair, a hypnotherapist or a hypnotherapist, I'm so sorry, I'm stumbling my words, <laughs> therapy like to a group of people online? No. Is that possible? Oh, yes, of course it is. That would be super cool. Sign me up. You you can do do, uh, group hypnosis. And the the thing is, right, as I was transitioning from my practice, uh, some of my clients would say, oh, um, are you seeing clients? And I'm like, no, but I could do a phone session, right? So I would do phone sessions because if the person is open and receptive, you can have suggestions penetrate the subconscious mind. You don't have to be face to face. So phone sessions, um, you know, video sessions are just as effective. I mean, now doctors, I see my doctor sometimes through telehealth. And before you mm-hmm. would think like, what? Yeah. I got to come see you. Even my vet, you know, my cat got, had something wrong with his, with his eye. You know, I'm like holding the cat like this and the, the, for the, for the doctor to look. And it's like, he didn't even diagnose it correctly. I, I found this. Something <laughs> I, I pulled it out myself. But I, I was going to say, was it right? <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> I feel like some things you do need to be in person for. <laughs> uh, this it, is it, true. Everything's <laughs> online. Everything, everything. Yeah. I mean, everything. even, um, you know, psychiatrists, psychotherapists, it's so much telehealth oh, yeah. that wasn't right. readily available. 
This is a true story. I was I was a passenger in the car the other day. We were driving by. We were going to um, you know, like the mall. And now you see all the churches, Sunday service, yes. drinking the YouTube. I mean, come on, did you see that like ten yes. years ago? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> now, like all the churches are streaming online as well, because a lot of people still, you know, especially if you're in the Northeast, if you're in the you know, Southeast, maybe it's different. But a lot of the places in the Northeast, they don't want to like congregate together. They're still scared of the pandemic and everything. So the churches are like, well, OK, we're going to go online. So it's like, can you worship online? Of course you can. Hey, you can do it through drive through If you can get like married through a drive through in Las Vegas. <laughs> exactly. online. I'm really surprised it took them that long, you know, that it took a pandemic to get church online. But anyway. I'm- yeah, I know. That's what I mean. It's like, I, I am not kidding. I, I attended a bat mitzvah online. There you go. <laughs> I love it. I got an invite to a bat mitzvah. Okay. And if you're unfamiliar with the bar mitzvah, it's, you know, when you're a young adult and, you know, the, in the Jewish community. And I attended online. The, the rabbi was zooming in. <laughs> That's a for this kid. I'm like, this is the future. I would never think for a million years I would attend a bar mitzvah online. Welcome to the future. That's I all know. I can say. I know. <laughs> Amazing. I hope it's not all the future because I do love me some person to person interaction. <laughs> yeah. I, I think this is wonderful, but I like, yeah, I love. I don't think we'll ever go without um, interpersonal, direct interpersonal interaction. Yeah, I, think I definitely think we'll get back to it like eventually. Yeah. I just yeah. saw that um, Biden now is opening up the borders for like EU citizens and UK right. citizens for November. So that had a lot to do with this online boom too, because a lot of borders were closed. So as I mentioned, I right. was in Australia. How am I going to do my conference in Australia if I can't even travel to Australia? So I think eventually um, borders will start to open and, and people sure. will start to get back to in person. I do think a lot of uh, online isn't going away. I do think that mm-hmm. a lot of businesses will incorporate both. Yeah, I agree. Like you can well, attend- you're doing that, right? I mean, you're going to probably start having in-person. Yeah, like I saw, yeah. like, um, you know, trafficking and, com- you know, conversion, their summit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they're doing, you could get a, a go-in-person or you could purchase a, a virtual ticket. So I mm-hmm. think I think it's, we're going to see that hybrid, you know, into the future as well. I think you're right about that. Hey, something I wanted to ask you about, because it's something I've experienced and I'm almost 100% certain that you have, it'd be, I'd be really surprised if you haven't experienced it. Let's, let's put it this way. Um, and what made me think about it was a conversation I had with Bridge after a show one day, um, where I don't remember what we were talking about, but I, I basically said to her, you know, I, I just feel like I'm doing these shows, talking with my friends and so forth. And she said, yeah, but you're Walt. And the way she said that was, well, you're the personality. And I, I began to realize, I have an impact on people. Well, you have the same thing going on. You've been doing the, these uh, summits. You've had an impact on a large number of people. And you're probably getting that same kind of feedback where it, you begin to realize, oh, people are actually telling me stuff that tells me I'm actually impacting them. What's that like for you? It's so satisfying because, you know, I feel like what Martin Luther King said, you know, not everybody um, is, is going to be famous, but you can serve. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. You can serve. And if you if your heart is in the right place and you're serving people and you're helping them to be empowered or achieve their goals. I mean, that's what I did with hypnotherapy. That's what I do with um, the conferences. That's what I do with the online events or what I'm doing when I when I know that I'm serving people and people are better off because of it. It's like to me that that's like everything that that's everything. Not everybody can be, you know, famous. This one, not everybody's going to be, you know, Joe Vitale or Oprah or whomever. But we all have the capability to serve. And, and yes. so I, I got to ask you, what's it like from your perspective when you get one of those contacts, when you get somebody who reaches out and says, oh, uh, you, you made a huge difference in my life uh, because your summit led me to do X, Y and Z. Mm-hmm. What's it feel like to you? Because I know it feels great to us when we get that. Yeah, it's very satisfying and it's, it's very gratifying and it, it, it reinforces to me to keep doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. To not stop or like, Oh, no, I'm not going to do this today or whatever. It's like, it just reinforces that what I'm doing is what I'm supposed to be doing and impacting people's lives and to keep going. Just keep yes. going. Because sometimes, of, of course, when you're an entrepreneur, you have your business. Some days are tougher than others. Not every day is rosy. You know, technology mm-hmm. can malfunction. Like, this, there's things that could go wrong in your day. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you're like, oh, why am I doing this? Why is it anything working? And then you remember that email. That yes. you know, private message that someone sent you. That testimony, like... This is why I'm doing it. Okay, Selena, dust yourself off. Mm-hmm. You know, enough of the pity party and get <laughs> back to what you're doing. That's helping people. So those testimonials, those direct messages, I always remember those when I'm having like a, a, a tough day for sure. Their fuel is what they are. They, mm-hmm. they, they fuel us. They keep us going. It's like, oh, wow, you know, got another one of those. I'm good for another week. Let's go. Yeah, it, it does. And, and one will do it. I mean, you get a whole bunch of them, then it just kind of overwhelms you. But even just one has mm-hmm. that kind of. I, I think what really is happening here, we are all, of course, interconnected to source. I mean, that's a basic part of how we understand the whole thing. And that interconnection, of course, is where we're getting all our energy from. But because we're all interconnected, any time that one of us is helping somebody else, we're getting that that feedback loop, if you mm-hmm. will, coming back to that source channel. And so we're actually feeling it inside, even though it seems like it was an outside event, which is a little bit confusing in one way. But in another way, it's, it's crystal clear. Mm-hmm. And, and that, that clarity, I think, is where the, the fuel comes from. It's where the joy comes from. It's where the satisfaction comes from. And it's yeah. endless satisfaction, isn't it? Yes, yes. And like you said, it's stream. Like, I feel like the inspiration, like source is always flowing through you. Mm-hmm. It's always flowing through you. That's, you know, that's the life force. That's the energy. We're all energetic beings. Yes. Right. And it's and it's being like a clear vessel for it, which is consistently reminding yourself to stay in this higher vibration of appreciation mm-hmm of joy, of gratitude, of thankfulness, right? So that way you can feel it, you can receive it, you can be energized by it. 100%. And 
Boy, do you get energized. <laughs> the energy is off the scale. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's like I told my colleague, and he was like, I just love you, Selena. He's like, God bless you. You're doing God's work. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm a very high, high energetic, high vibe person. And I make sure to stay there as much as, as possible. You know, I'll tell you a story. Like, you know, whenever I'm feeling like down or I'm like, uh, I tell myself, Selena, okay, you got five minutes. <laughs> wow. Ooh, you're tough on yourself. <laughs> no, it's dedication. I mean, it's like so, someone wants to be there. and that's it. I'm like, if you want to scream, it, it. if you want to jump around, if you want to shout, if you want to curse that person out of your mind, whatever it is, you got five minutes max, sister. <laughs> that's and good. Now you got to go back up to the high vibration. And I do that because Sometimes you need to let it out. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. You're like, look at you. You've manifested everything. It seems like you yeah, even never right. even knew. Yeah, was so. Hey, yeah. It's like sometimes you have to let it out. You're like, ah, and then you're like, okay, I'm back. Sometimes, <laughs> like works. some people, some people, including me. I mean, maybe in my earlier part of life, it's like, like uh, I have ha- I had a habit of holding on to like that, that grievance, you know, that, that, mm-hmm. that maybe somebody did something to me. I just want to hold on to it. I just want to brew in it. And you're like, Nope, I'm not going to, you know, and that's kind of how I am now. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just, is it worth me going down my spiral for? It's like, mm, not really. Right. Yeah. A few minutes, you got to let it out. Maybe, you know, an afternoon of feeling down, but, mm-hmm. but no, I mean, at some point it's like, you just really want to keep going. Yeah, because it just feels like crap down there anyway. Yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, it's like, nah, I don't like this feeling. I'm good. Let me go change Mm -hmm. it. I need to change it. And what I'll also say is because I know myself really well and I know how energy flows and I know about law of attraction, from my personal experience, whenever I'm in that lower vibration for too long, Bad things start happening to me. Yes. Oh yeah. Me too. <laughs> oh, oh god. I mean, almost instantaneously. Almost like you know, I'll drop something on my foot and then I'll hit mm-hmm. my head on the door. It's like yeah, like <laughs> <show. laughs> yeah. It really is. It, it happens so fast. Mm-hmm. And that because it happens so fast, I know that when I'm higher vibe, I'm really attracting quickly. I mean, mm-hmm. even you know, both negative and positive. It's it's it's. It's almost easier to see how fast it comes when I'm negative because, you know, you got that big impact from Mm -hmm. the negative vibes. (laughs) Yeah, like you said, it's like the three stooges, but it's like just you bumping into everything and you're like, what? What? Okay, I need to reset this right now. (laughs) Yeah. So it's almost like Mm self-preservation. Like where you're like, if I stay here, it's coming. So am I ready for this tragedy or do I want to get my act together and I'm ready for this tragedy? Because I swear it's without fail. If you stay there for too long, it will Mm -hmm. happen. So for example, like when my brother, you know, first passed away, I was so sad and depressed Mm -hmm. as most people are. If someone you're really close to, we were so close in age. So it wasn't like a grandmother that was older and, you know, got sick where you're like, okay, this is cycle of life. But you're like, oh my God, you're a baby. Like, how could this happen? I was so sad and depressed that I made myself sick. Mm -hmm. I made, I like, I had to go to the doctor. I had to have surgery. Like it, I was like, wow. what the hell? So that I remember mean, that. I'm not crazy. Mm-hmm. I remember. I'm like, that was That's the right. connection between my my thoughts 
how I felt, all the sadness. That's what caused me to get sick. Did so you know I, at the time? Like when that I was didn't know at the time. Okay. It wasn't until remember, um, I started seeking out Esther Hicks because he had passed. So even though I read Joe Vitale's and I read Michael Lozier, it was still um, I didn't grasp law of attraction as much. I was like, oh, this is interesting. Like, what's this? So it wasn't until uh, my brother passed away and then I got sick and then I was like, huh, something's going on. And then I found Esther Hicks and I was like, oh, I made myself sick. <laughs> That's a big, big uh, recognition. And it's a tough recognition, especially if you're recognizing something like that for the first time, because there's a profound sense of responsibility, personal responsibility, what Cindy calls radical responsibility. Cindy Chavez, I love that term. Mm -hmm. um, that radical responsibility that says, I don't care how challenging it is. I don't care how bad it is. I am responsible for how I'm going to react to it. And I am always responsible. And, and that responsibility, I really can't, I can try to give it away, but I really can't. It's going to keep coming back to me every time I try to give it away. So better off taking the responsibility now and going with, okay, what's really good for me right now. Mm -hmm. I yeah. love that. I'm going to write that down. Radical responsibility. <laughs> Double yeah. R. So that, that, that's yeah, why. It doesn't uh, matter. Right. It, that's it why I said Cindy's one of the people. Cindy's one of the people you got to have on on the summit. Um, mm -hmm. In fact, I have a few people who have been co-hosts that I want to recommend. Uh, yes, please do. We want to make this um, even larger than the last right. one. You know, our aim is to make right. it bigger because we want to reach more people so that more people are empowered and hearing from some amazing people that mm -hmm. are living the law of attraction. Like oh, you yeah. have more stories to tell. Bridge, you have your law of attraction and manifestation stories. Janine, you have law, your law of attraction and manifestation stories. So as more people hear this, they're like, huh, that resonates with me. Ooh, her story resonates with me. His story resonates with me. Maybe I'll try this. Maybe I'll try that technique, right? And oh, the cool yeah. part is, as we learn more and more, and as we begin to kind of uh, absorb it into our skin so that it becomes part of our thought process, it actually starts to reach the point where it's like the law of gravity. Mm -hmm. and, and you, you don't actually have to do anything with the law. It's not like we try to learn how the law of gravity applies. How do I apply the law of gravity in my life? And we don't really have to worry about that. We just, we're so used to it. It's just part of second nature. And we just kind of live with the fact that, yeah, okay, if I jump off that cliff, I'm going to go out and hit the ground. But I think I'll avoid jumping off the cliff unless I got a parachute. You know, we, we, we just kind of assume that. And that's what we're really aiming for with law of attraction. We're trying to get to the point where it is so second nature, so every day, so just, oh, well, obvious, duh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> when we're in that space, now we get it. Mm -hmm. Now we totally understand how to apply. And now it isn't so much about law of attraction. Now it's about life. Yes. I feel like mine, like even started, like Janine said, with something bad um, like happening or whatever to you. Like, and then you realize, oh, okay, you are manifesting everything. Like when I mm -hmm. was, um, in the ER and they were like, Oh, you need to have your appendix down. I'm like, Oh, great. Like, but now looking back, like I was miserable. I was angry, like three, four mm. days leading up to that. And then I remember that day before even going, I was like, Oh, I don't know if I should go. So I feel like this is probably appendix, you know, whatever. And then I was like, Oh, I don't know if I want to go. And I'm like, my birthday's like in two days. And I was so like pity party, like in like the like worst way, like ever. Right. 
So I'm laying there and I'm like, and so it was just ironic that they took it out on my birthday or whatever. Oh, jeez. And I'm like, you know, but it all hits you. It's like, well, yeah, dude, you were sitting there like, oh, I'm not doing anything for my 30th birthday. Like, you know, and it's like your whole pity party thing. And then you just do, you just realize like, dude, I definitely did that to myself. <laughs> like I totally manifested that mm -hmm. like it was just anger and like a whole bunch of crap in me, you know? So mm -hmm. it was like, you know, now I'm glad it's like, I'm good to get it out. Even though it wasn't really that, that was the problem. It was mm -hmm. me, but you know, mm -hmm. yeah. Well, whatever it takes to get it out. I mean, you kind of took the extreme route, but hey, you got it. <laughs> I, 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 I go extreme route, so it's cool. <laughs> it's like, you know, I, I have friends, I had a friend who had cancer and, um, she, she decided, you know, through eating differently and um, exercising and in other words, she completely reversed her cancer. But I think that she changed up here too. Mm -hmm. Of course. Oh, they go, and, go hand in right, hand, I feel like. Right, right. Because then I know people who eat like a junk food diet and are perfectly healthy. So it's really a lot yeah. of it. It's just really what we think, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's the power of the mind, the power that we have. People just don't, under, a lot of people don't understand. So. You're doing good work, Selena. Good oh, work. thank you. Getting it out and, there. <laughs> and it's so important what you said, Janine, right? She changed up here because let's say she went to the doctor, not her, just anybody, right? right? And removed it, right? Because it now manifested into this thing. If that person keeps that same mindset, it'll come right back. Absolutely. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because people, yep. people really see disease as something that happens to them. Mm -hmm. It's this victim, it's this victim vibration. And that was at you, Bridge? Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, until yeah, I realized, was, like, you know, I was yeah. like, <laughs> I mean, I think we've all been there from listening to Walt's show, honestly. Mm -hmm. yeah, my, my wife Louise is a, a former psychotherapist and, and the way she likes to explain it is um, life keeps bringing us messages. They keep bringing stuff to us. And if we ignore it the first time, then it kind of ups the ante. If we ignore it the second time, it ups yeah. the ante again. If, if you keep up in the ante, it eventually That's comes right. at you with a two by four. Yeah. And finally, you get the two by four to the side of the head. You say, oh, oh, okay. You're trying to get my attention. Got it. <laughs> got it. That's it. So <laughs> true. So it'll just keep feeding until you say, okay, I'm paying attention. Tell me what it is you're trying to tell me. What I do know is this. We have been loving what you've been telling us, Selena. Before you leave, you got to give people a little more information about how to find out. Because, of course, we're saying you got this big summit coming up in October, but the, you can't actually go unless you know how to go there. So tell people <laughs> yeah, how they're going to go there. <laughs> the site is LOA World Summit. But when you go there, you'll see um, the information for the previous summit. So that will change in about a week or so, so stay tuned, where we're going to update and put all our new speakers and new information and new material, but the website is still up, it's LOAWorldSummit.com, and um, in about a week or so, everything will be changed over, so we're going to do that, it's going to be in October, uh, Walt, I'm sure, will let everyone know, because he's going to be speaking there, I'm pretty sure Bridge will be there, Janine will be there, we'll have all your favorites, favorites. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, we invite you to join us. It's going to be fun. It's a, it's one big LOA party. So if you want to party with all the people that lives LOA, loves LOA, and maybe share a tool, a technique, or a strategy that may work for you in your life, then definitely come and join us. Well, well you're you so what. exciting. Yeah. yeah, you are. You're like, like this 
breath of fresh air. Yeah. Really yeah. No doubt yeah. about it. And if the summit is anything like you, we already know what it's going to be like. <laughs> I mean, after all, we are the, the whole purpose of the show is your daily dose of happy. And you just gave mm-hmm. us like five doses in one show. So thank you very yeah. much for those doses. We oh, really gosh. appreciate that. <laughs> thank, thank you, Janine and Bridge. As, as usual, you were your amazing selves. Thank you, live streamers, wow. for all the wonderful commentary and Thank you especially to our podcast listeners everywhere. We will see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye.